What's up, folks? It's the Point Spread here, Friday afternoon. FantasyPoints.com. My name's Joe Dolan. His name's Tom Brawley. We're looking good here on a lovely Friday afternoon, 5 o'clock p.m. T, bro, I, I, I will be here probably for the next 40, 45 minutes. I'll do a final news sweep at the website. We'll get all the game hubs up, and uh, we're in for a week, too. It's it, I, I mean, we're here already. We've already got a game under our under our, um, under our, our uh, belts. Under- belts under our hats or whatever or whatever or under a hat, yeah. yeah um uh and uh we'll we'll i guess we're, we're not gonna really recap that t bro i had a great week one i went six and oh on prop bets i was i was over for two last night so, yeah i was in for two as well i had a good weekend hit like 64 percent on the yeah. uh prop bets did well on the ats thank god for the Chargers scoring that last touchdown or I may have burned the house down last night after watching that pick six. And oh. uh, I had a Chargers plus three and a half on the website. And it looked like it was all going to hit, uh, all going to miss. So at least we got the Palmer. I had a Palmer anytime touchdown two as a little exotic play. So it was like plus 240. Oh, I, Tom, so, I told oh. every. I have to tell you, like, at least 90% of the people who asked me about Josh Palmer, I told them to start. I love the spot. And, like, you know what's kind of funny is I don't know. You know, it's always hard to tell live unless it's really egregious. If a throw is off, you know, from the quarterback or the receiver, usually, you know. There was there was something off. There was something off between him and Herbert. And there was, like, a (laughs) 30,000. And, like, I was about to say, I'm drowning myself in Evan Williams, and I'm about to say to the people, I'm like, well, I mean, he threw him the ball a bunch, and it just didn't happen. And then he gets in the end zone where I can at least say, uh, oh, thank God. Like, he got, he scored. Um, <laughs> Couldn't kill it, but he did, you know, more than he expected. So, yeah. uh, I, I was thrilled to get the touchdown. I had I started him a couple lineups as well. I uh, had Herbert in a couple spots too. Thank God, it looks like he avoided major injury. But uh, they, we just got a, first. Whoa, what's we, that? We just got a report on Justin Herbert, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. Good. Uh, he has a fracture to his oh. rib cartilage and is day to day. Fracture to his rib cartilage? Is yeah, that I don't, I don't possible? Know how cartilage can <laughs> fracture, but uh, there's there's no bro- bones. Well, whatever damage. it was, it looked like it was separating from the rib cage. Uh, he looked to be in excruciating pain. That that little, I don't know what he was doing on that third down play. Yeah. He could have easily ran it, but he was like, oh, he went to throw it and cocked it, and he just had the shooting pain up the side. So, whatever he did, the next throw was. Honestly, one of the best throws I've ever seen, yeah. considering the circumstances and how tight of a window it was. But uh, enough of a Thursday night recap. That was that was an exciting yeah. game. Hey, uh, hopefully, we get a lot more good games. Is that a weekend. Tupac Shakur T-shirt? No, no, it's a uh, Walter. Oh, White. okay. I saw the bald head, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I have I was, to. I don't know. I, maybe it's uh, out of like it's supposed to be like a Tupac Shakur shirt. It's, I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. a, I got it like ten years ago. It's like. You know, they do the novelty shirts where they yeah. use like different pop culture references. So maybe that's what it was. Uh, maybe yeah. it was a Tupac yeah. Shakur shirt that um, they were imitating. All right, let's get into the bets. That's what people are here for. They don't yep. need to hear us talk about bullshit. So uh, we're going to go to the Jets, Tom, and the Browns. I, I'm Now I'm using DraftKings uh, sports book for this. Jets, six and a half. 39 is the total. I mean... Whew. This is a, what a way to kick it off for us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Jets, let's go, baby. A complete ass game. Um, the Browns opened four and a half here. 
um, all the way up to six and a half. People have, do not have faith in Mr. Flacco, uh, T-Bro. Yeah, I I don't know what to do with this game. This is one I debated for our ATS picks. Uh, I ended up going Jets. So I, I have no faith in either side in this game, though. So this is one I would just completely stay away from if I had a choice. Um, obviously, I, I took, for, for poll purposes, I took the Jets just because I know nobody's going to take the Jets. So if that hits, uh, you know, it's probably going to be like a 30% uh, picked team. So that that's kind of why I went with the Jets. I have no real strong feel in this game. Uh, I did take uh, Mari Cooper over 39 and a half yards. That's been bet up to 44 and a half. I'm seeing okay, 44 and a half. Uh, it's just a, it was a really low line. I still kind of like it at 44 and a half. He, he, uh, we haven't projected for 56 yards. He had six targets, which wasn't awesome, but he also got, yeah, penalized by the defense uh, on a couple of his other targets. So it could have been a much better game last week. Uh, it was Donovan People Jones, uh, Peoples Jones, that ended up having the the big game playing with Jacoby Brissett last week. I, that that would be the one concern going with an over with any receiver, uh, you know, for for the Cleveland Browns is that they just totally control this game on the ground. But I, I thought the Jets. I don't know if it was completely. Baltimore's ineptness, ineptness on offense, or uh, the, the Jets were playing a little bit better defense, but uh, there's at least some hope here for the Jets' defense, I think. Yeah, um, I don't know if I want to talk any more about this game. I mean, yeah, sometimes the, the bat. Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's go to Miami at Baltimore. Now, I think this is going to be one of the games of the day. Now, there are a lot of injuries, Tom, and, you know, Miami here, let's see. We have the Ravens Jackson's out. Yeah, three and a half. Um, uh, the under, there's been under money. This opened at yes. 46. It's 44 and a half. Now, I thought I saw it get down to 43 and a half at a point, but Baltimore's injured in the secondary. And Miami's got some injuries to the offensive line. Baltimore's got some injuries to the offensive line. But uh, I saw Baltimore's got some injuries in the secondary, and I wonder if that yeah, led four. to – yeah, and then for, uh, yeah, for his ACL last week, unfortunately, Marcus um, Peters is questionable to play. I saw um, Randy, Ronnie Stanley's out again. They just want, lost Juwan James at left tackle last yeah. week. So, uh, I, I agree with the your, under money. Yeah, but the, you know, and Baltimore has injuries in the secondary, which is why I'm saying I wonder if that's why. Maybe I thought I saw the under the over under get bet down to forty three and a half. I wonder it's now back up to forty four and a half. I wonder if some over money came in after some of those reports of Baltimore secondary because Marlon Humphrey's hurt, Marcus Peters is hurt. They just put Fuller on IR. They might not have anybody to cover Waddle and uh, and and Hill there. And that could be an issue, uh, certainly. Uh, I, I still like. I, I'm still leaning towards the under here. I, I'm concerned about the Dolphins' offensive line holding up against. Yep. Oh, uh, the Ravens front seven here. I still was not impressed by, you know, two of last week, even though the numbers looked pretty good. Uh, both running games. What the hell? Uh, you know, these are two teams we thought, you know, Ravens obviously have some issues at running back. We're going to get J.K. Dobbins back, it looks like, uh, probably on a, a limited, limited, limited snap count in this game. But, uh, you know, the Dolphins, I thought, would have a better uh, running game here. They bring in Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, um, struggled out of the gate against the Patriots. I, I could see both teams trying to get their running games going here a little bit in this in this one. So 
Uh, I did end up taking the Dolphins plus four and a half. Uh, I still like it at plus three and a half here. Uh, I I ended up taking Baltimore in our staff picks, but I, I could easily see Miami winning this game. I wouldn't be afraid to maybe sprinkle a little bit on Miami um, with the money line as well. If you're going to bet the plus three and a half, plus, plus four, uh, depending on where you get it. I think it is plus three and a half pretty much across the board here. Yeah, that's but, what I'm showing. Yeah, it, it's been that way. I, I, there's a, you know, DraftKings has shown minus 115 on the plus three and a half. So I, there might be a chance this gets down to three on game day. Uh, as we were saying, neither offense was particularly impressive. I mean, the Ravens uh, defense played well enough to keep the Jets at, at bay. But uh, their offense, I mean, it was really kind of one busted play there for Rashad Bateman making the, the long touchdown. But other than that, uh, there wasn't a lot of sustained offense for them. So. Uh, I'm leaning the, the Dolphins side here and uh, prop bets. Uh, I did take Chase Edmonds over 18 and a half receiving yards. That, that's been bet up to 22 and a half, 23 and a half the last time I looked. Um, I still kind of like that. Uh, he's he's very involved in the passing game dating back to, you know, mm-hmm. with the Cardinals. Uh, John projected him for 40 yards in this game. Yeah, road underdogs. Uh, so... I, I kind of still like that prop, but yeah, it has lost some of the value here since it's been bet up to twenty. Oh, I've got I've got one I like. I'm showing on DraftKings, and I've even got it on my crappy offshore. Mike Gesicki, nineteen and a half receiving yards. Oh, I know. Under, I was... under, under, under. Tom, they, I, we were they, all they... over that last week. I I was gonna. There was some chatter. I I I looked at that one long and hard. There there was some chatter that they they want to get him more involved. So. It, it ended up keeping me away from it. I was actually even looking like the receptions, like it was a big plus 140, 150, under one and a half receptions. Uh, I'm with you. There, that's that's a one-way bet for me. That Gesicki's are unders right now. That open at 20 well, I mean, I, I am Here's my thing with this. They put Austin Jackson on IR. Taron Armstead, their left tackle, is questionable. Yes. And Gesicki can't block. So are they going to put a lot of dorms life here? Yeah, like so. All right, that that that's one that I like. <clears throat> I guess I my like... only concern would be they are underdogs here. If they would, you know, last week was a very positive game Fair. script. Yeah, you know, if they do fall behind, they have to go more, you know, eleven personnel. Like I could see him getting on the field as a, as a receiver in those types of situations. So that that there was multiple things. I believe me, I'm only looking at Gasicki unders, but. That kind of scared me away a little bit. Uh, let's go now to Washington at Detroit. This is a fascinating one. Um, I know Detroit got bet up at one point. I think it was up to two and a half. Now I'm seeing uh, – so this line flipped, by the way. Washington was initially favored two and a half. Detroit got bet up to two and a half. Um, and now Detroit's favored by one and a half once we hear about, like, the injuries to DeAndre Swift and the offensive line issues for Detroit. Hey, Frank Ragnall's out. out. Yep, yeah, he's was, not going to play. Um, kind of a big one. The Lions are kind of an over team right now, Tom. Uh and I think there was, was, I think the Commanders might be an over team as well this year. Yeah, 50 45 and a half now up to 48 and a half Washington uh, and Detroit. And I'd still look at the over in this game. <clears throat> I think there there could be some fireworks with both of these teams. There uh <clears throat> there's always teams that have profiles that we're looking at uh like like Seattle I, I gave out their under again this week. Uh, you know, that team has a, a profile as an under with Geno Smith at quarterback, but you know, both of these teams they, they could have pretty shaky defenses. Uh, Carson Wentz, we know, 
turns the ball over quite a bit. Yeah, that that's conducive for overs. So uh, I, I do still kind of like the uh, over 48 and a half. Um, the side, I, this is just one of those, um, you know, week two, week three, we're, you know, the lines don't want to fall to 0 and 2 at home. Uh, you know, they lost last week to, to the Eagles. Uh, commanders are coming off a pretty satisfying win. I, you know, they were trailing to the Jaguars in the second half there and scored a couple of consecutive touchdowns to, to win by six. Uh, so that, that was kind of my overall thinking on this game. I, I, I'm not betting it, but if I was to pick a side, I, I kind of like the Lions side in this one. A little surprised we got some DeAndre Swift uh, props here, Tom. 57 and a half rushing yards after what he did last week. That's a pretty suppressed number, and you would think that uh, maybe a little bit of of wondering if he's going to be limited at all in this game. That's, yeah, I, I was I was thinking about betting those, but I ended up just staying away here. You know, the, the ankle injury, he's been on the injury report all week. It, it kind of seems like it was a minor thing that he's going to play this week, but um in the end that's kind of keeping me away and, and the offensive line issues now we have two interior offensive linemen that are out now uh with Ragnall joining joining Vitae uh on the sidelines oh and, and Vitae's backup is out too yes Tommy so Kramer they, now he didn't play last week against Philadelphia but also Jonah Jackson the left guard had his finger wrapped up in practice and he's questionable uh, like I mean the Lions they have this good offensive line but last week it was still pretty good against the Eagles, but no Ragnow, no Jackson. That becomes a problem. Now, the the, the commanders did lose uh, Fedarian Mathis, their uh, rookie defensive tackle, to, to for the season. I did so, see that, uh, yeah. So that is a blow to their run defense. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have any props in this game. Um, could, to be completely honest, I probably will not be betting a lot of Washington commander props uh, this year. I just – it's – there's a lot of guys to eat. I mean, the only way I'll probably be betting commanders props is towards unders. Uh, Carson Wentz scares, scares the crap out of me in an eight given week. So I have a feeling I'm not going to be taking too many overs uh, with Washington commander props just because it, it's there's just a lot of guys and uh, a shaky quarterback here. So uh, nothing on the uh, nothing on the line side as well. So this is a game I'm pretty much staying away from. Indy in Jacksonville, Indy at the Jaguars, Indy laying three on the road, 45 and a half is the total. Um, I'm seeing some three and a halfs out there, Tom. DraftKings is actually low. Yeah, draft, yeah I was going to say DraftKings is like the only one I'm seeing that has a three out there. Yeah, um, and Indy actually opened as a six and a half point favorite in this game. There has been heavy Jacksonville money, a little bit of money to the under uh, as well. Um, and I would think Indy's injuries have a part to do with that. We don't know if Michael Pittman's going to play. Um, and that's obviously a massive, massive uh, question mark for the Colts in this game. And they haven't won in Jacksonville, I believe, since 2014. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's, it's It's completely silly. And, of course, they went down there last year and <laughs> lost in the season finale. So Objectively, uh, a serious game. Of those <coughs> So this is, uh, you know, this is an interesting one. We got the two former Eagles uh, coaches here with Frank Reich and Doug Peterson uh, squaring off in this one. That's going to be a, a common occurrence here. But yeah, it, it's all. Uh, I saw Kenny Moore might not play in the slot. This is going to open He's up. He's questionable. Yeah, that's and yeah, they're they're just kind of banged up right now. I, is Shaq Leonard going to play? I you know, no, he he's out. out. Last he's week. out. He's already he's out, out, so yep, uh, that's kind of you know they're still a little banged up here. Uh, they're they're kind of 
Cardinals are taking the cake for injuries early in the season, but the Colts are might be a close second here and was not impressed at all by them last week. It took some Lovey Smith, uh, you know, shenanigans at the end of that game to keep it, uh, keep them alive. And uh, they ended up, you know, they did come back and tie it. And, but I'm, I'm only looking Jaguars here. If you're, I'm not betting. That. I don't trust the Jaguars enough essentially yeah. at this point. Um, you know, I, Went back and looked. You know they've won four out of their last thirty-four games, uh, having been a great ATS team. So I kind of want to see them do it once or twice before I put my money behind them. But I, I do think there were some positive signs from that game. Uh, Travis Etienne looked freaking great. I don't know if you watched some of his. Oh, he did. He looked and... explosive. And I mean, if Lawrence hits him on the opening drive, we are talking an entirely different story about Etienne. Yeah, he, he looked great as a receiver and as a runner. Uh, James Robinson, I mean, I was stunned at how good he looked. Yeah, he looked he looked good, too. I mean, I'm not yep. trying to knock him. No, not, not at all. I'm saying both of them look great. I mean, I, this offense is going to be – it could be – this is a, this is going to be another team that I'm probably going to be looking at a lot of overs this year because uh, I don't I don't think their defense is still particularly good at this point. But they they – I mean, Christian Kirk's been an underrated receiver here, you know, since last year. Uh, off to a hot start. I'm kind of wishing I had a, a, him in a few more spots. Yeah, um, me too. Me too. I, I try, you know, I, I have my fair share, but, you know, he's probably like 10% in my underdog, you know, best ball drafts. And I have him in a, you know, league or two. But uh, wish, a guy I wish I was higher on after watching – a little bit of the preseason and it, it carried over into the regular season here, but uh, his props would be, uh, I didn't quite bet it. I think Graham did give it out in our discord uh, over 57 and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very tempted in that. Um, did not give that out as an official play for myself, but uh, yeah, this is another game. I haven't bet uh, anything else though. N- nothing on the prop side, nothing, nothing total or side here, but I- I'm looking towards the Jags. Uh, interesting here, uh, Bovada, I'm, which is my the offshore site I use, Tom. Um, you're, you're a book in South Carolina. Yeah, they're <laughs> begging people to bet the Jaguars because they've got the Jaguars plus three at even. So they, yeah, this, want, they this, want some this buyback line, on Jacksonville. This, this line, it, it feels like it's going to go off at three on Sunday. So yeah. this is um, – you might not – if you want to bet the Jags side, I, I wouldn't wait around here. It, it's probably it, – it, it, you know, all the movement all week has been towards the Jag side here. So, and especially if we get a Michael Pittman or uh, Kenny Moore is definitely out. Uh, this line's probably going to close at three. So, Jag Jag's betting alert here. If you're you're looking to get the uh, the hook here, I'm a fish, Tom. I'm a donkey. Um, I so I don't I don't do uh, I I I don't really probably see a lot of the edges that sharper guys will see. I have no freaking clue what to do with Tampa and New Orleans. Tampa minus two and a half. Um, that opened at four. Um, bet down to two and a half because of all the Bucks injuries. 46 and a half the total. The Bucks, uh, oh, excuse me, it opened at 46 and a half. It's down to 44. I'm seeing some 43 and a halfs out there. Um, this has been, a ha- I mean, not just a house of horrors. This has been a team of horrors for Tom Brady. Um, he is 0-4 in the regular season against the Saints straight up since he got to Tampa Bay. Of course, um, he probably doesn't care too much about that because he won in the playoffs when it really mattered. But yep. um, a lot of questions here for Brady, a lot of questions here uh, for the Buccaneers. And, Tom, uh, just from the Buccaneers' pro- point of view, I am showing no player props because of the all the 
um, all the injuries that they have on offense. Yeah, I mean, even the the Saints are pretty limited at this point. Um, Kamara, they do have some worse. Yeah, they have some. Pre- uh, I actually got a Kamara. I couldn't believe they put it out. DraftKings put one out. Uh, grabbed it at fifty two and a half. Now I just hope he dresses and <laughs> is limited on uh, Sunday. Uh, but I, did, I, I mean, they signed Latavius Murray on Tuesday. I, I couldn't believe they put a prop. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. indication that uh, they're very skeptical that he might be able to play. So. Uh, I did grab a 52 and a half. I'll be interested to see where that opens back up. You know, they might not even open up a prop until Sunday morning, depending on uh, what Schefter says overnight, uh, you know, in regards to if he's going to play or not. Uh, banged up on both sides. You know, Godwin, we've touched on that situation on the Monday pod. Um, you know, just complete negligence by Tampa Bay there. Um, they're resting, you know, Julio Jones and Mike Evans. Yeah, this, I didn't want that's to probably going to be a, a weekly thing going forward. I didn't want to overreact to those guys not being in practice because of that exact reason. I'm like, they know Godwin's out for a couple of weeks. Like, those guys don't. I, I mean, in as much as, you know, Julio has gotten reps with Brady, those guys don't need to practice. Julio hasn't practiced in about five years. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I, I We're going to get used to that, every, you know, every Wednesday, Thursday where they're just limited and – uh, but you're right. This this game, I, I gave it out Saints just because I, I was impressed. Uh, I, I think uh, Greg was pretty impressed uh, by what, uh, Jameis's performance there in the second half, and specifically in the fourth quarter. Uh, Michael Thomas, uh, he must be back. Uh, yeah. Both of his touchdowns were on AJ Terrell, who you know under the radar, you know one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, last season, at least, uh, probably going to be again this year. But he did score on two tight-windowed passes from Jameis Winston, which was a positive. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I mean, he was making plays downfield for for uh, Jameis Winston. So uh, that's where I'm leaning. But I I don't feel great about what I saw from the Saints' defense. They were, I mean, I I gave out the Cordero Patterson under 37 and a half i was feeling that was like one of my favorite bets that got bet down to like 28 and a half by sunday uh it's like a nine or ten yard difference and then davy williams gets hurt on the second play of the game and cordell goes for 20 for 116 or whatever he did it was 22 for 120 yeah unbelievable but i I did not see that coming from the saints run defense so i I think that's kind of why this line is just kind of sat here at two and a half all week if not uh, I think this would have been closer to a pick Carolina and the Giants. Carolina, uh, they opened two and, a, two and a half point underdogs. This has been bet down to mostly two, but there are one and a halfs out there, including on DraftKings. So we're getting some Carolina money here coming in on the Panthers. Uh, this bit, this bet up slightly to the over 43 up to 43 and a half Carolina. Uh, traveling to the Giants who are coming off an emotional win. Yeah, I, I'm sick of it. I, I was hoping that this would get the three. I was going to jump on Carolina. They did uh, let me down last week, but I thought they played, you know, after they got some of the uh, the rust off in the first half, uh, I thought the offense was clicking a little bit. Uh, I thought the deep, you know, defense got shredded a little little bit. Yeah, they show. also lost because of a bad call too. Like uh, the, yeah. the bad, pat, the bad uh, roughing the password call. So. Yep. You know, I, I think we're I think the Panthers might be, you know, they're, they're I think they're a little bit better than 
you know, I think both Cleveland and Carolina are a little might be a little bit better than people think out of that week one game. And I think Tennessee and the Giants might be a little bit worse than everybody's thinking. Uh, so I I was hoping that this game got the plus three, but um, certainly doesn't look like it's going to get there. Uh, I still might. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 you have that issue, Joe, whenever you bet on a team one week and you kind of want to bet oh, them again, yeah, and they, but they burn you the week before and you're, it's just, if, if I didn't bet on Carolina last week, I would no doubt be betting them this week, but they did, they, you know, I got burned by the last second field goal. Uh, but I still might, this might be a Sunday play. Uh, I'll kind of see where the line goes, but I'm, I'm liking Carolina in this one. I, I gave out a couple Carolina Panthers props. Uh, I don't I don't think this giant secondary is very good. Uh, I gave out Mayfield over 217.5. And, and DJ Moore, I'm, I'm expecting a, a bounce-back performance from DJ Moore. 57.5 uh, was his receiving yards number. Um, I, I think they're going to come out and try to do a better job of getting McCaffrey and DJ Moore involved right out of the gate. Uh, you know, I was looking at it. I, you know, Christian McCaffrey had five touches in his first 25, you know, the first 27 snaps of the game. Uh, Moore only had six targets. I, 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 I think they're going to make a concerted effort this week to, to feed those guys the ball right out of the gates this week. Uh, let's go to Pittsburgh and New England. New England opened as a point and a half favorite here. A bet up to two and a half uh, with some Patriots money coming in. Uh, the total here being for, we opened at 43 and a half bet way down to 40 and a half, uh, Patriots money and under money coming in here. Look, Mac Jones will play, but he's got the back spasms. He had the poops earlier this week, Tom, um, Najee Harris will play in the game. Uh, he does not have a game day designation, which was incredible after it looked like, you know, um, he suffered a pretty severe foot and ankle injury there. Nope, no, no even game day status there for Najee Harris. A little interesting game here to break down. New England coming off a bad division <coughs> loss. Pittsburgh coming off of a sloppy, but you have to call it a good division win. There's, there are very few bad division wins in the NFL, if any. Yeah, th- this is... This is an interesting one because, yeah, uh, I, I, I think it just shows kind of like how how much sharper the betting markets are right now than they probably were like ten years ago. That this, this like these two teams had their results from week one a couple of years, you know, just like ten years ago. There's no way in hell the Steelers would be two and a half point underdogs, but uh, here we are. You know, the Patriots they were moving the ball pretty decent last week, and they, you know, they just couldn't. They would get across midfield and kind of bog down and. Um, you know, bunch of punts and just just only seven points in that game against Miami. Uh, Steelers were the complete opposite. You know, they score on a pick six. Uh, offense was just complete ass, uh, to put it nicely. Uh, I think they had 13 first downs, like, all together in a, you know, basically a five-quarter game. Uh, but it was all turnover and, uh, you know, sack-based that they were, they were put in good positions here. So, uh, the markets are kind of seeing through it. That's why New England's favorite here a little bit. But uh, maybe it gets my better intuition. I'm going with the Steelers here, getting getting points at home. Uh, you know, losing TJ Watt is a, a massive loss for this uh, defense here. But uh, I still like catching a few points here with the Steelers. Um, hopefully, a better Mitch Trubisky shows up. But I did take his over uh, half interception. Got it when it was like close to plus 100 it's it's been bet up to minus 130 or minus 135 here 
Um, that, that's uh, I think I also took Chase Claypool under his yardage as well. Uh, it was sitting at 41 and a half. This one actually got bet up a little bit. Yeah, it did. Uh, got bet up to 43 and a half. But he was essentially used as a running back, uh, was taking a lot of jet sweeps. Uh, and he was playing that uh, Juju Smith-Schuster role from last year, the the real low dot type of role. So uh, not, not expecting the downfield. The downfield shots are going to go to Deontay Johnson and uh, George Pickens in this offense. So uh, taking the under on Chase Claypool's receiver. Uh, four or five Eastern Atlanta at the Rams. Atlanta coming off of Atlanta-ing against the uh, <laughs> against the Saints. The Rams coming off of getting their butts whipped by the Bills. Tom, this line is strange. It opened at 13 and a half. The Rams giving the 13 and a half at home. It's been bet down in a lot of places. The consensus being 10 and a half. You can find tens, you can find nine and a halfs if you like the Rams. Um, but significant Falcons money came in. Also significant money to the under. 50 it opened, 46 and a half pretty much across the board now. Yeah, this was uh I grabbed it at eleven and a half on Monday morning. Uh I just this is normally a spot I'd be looking to bet the Rams. I, I just thought the line opened up too high though. I, I think it should be a you know a nine point line. Eight and a half, nine and a half, you know, somewhere in that range. Yeah, I, it should not be in double digits. So, um, getting me a little bit of value, getting that ten's a key number. Eleven, not not as much, but it, it's definitely a. There, there are some games that land on eleven. So, uh, I got it eleven and a half, but I even still at ten here uh, at DraftKings and BetMGM. From you know what I'm looking at here, uh, I still like getting the Falcons here. Um, you know, I, there was nothing impressive about the uh, the Rams in week one. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a lot of Bills, you know, just dominance in that game. But uh, there, there could be some things to work out here. The one thing that does scare the, the hell out of me is, is that Matt Stafford just absolutely eviscerates the blitz. And mm-hmm. if there's anything we know about Dean Pease, he <laughs> loves to blitz. So, uh but we're still getting 11 and a half points here with the, the Falcons offense. I, I think they ended up, you know, now that they have Drake London, uh, Cordero Patterson's been an underrated player in that offense here, you know, since the start of last year. Uh, it's not the, you know, the worst uh, skill group anymore. Marcus Mariota, you know, they're, they're kind of playing to his strengths too. They're, they're playing a lot of pistol, uh, you know, just stuff that isn't seen too much in the NFL outside of, you know, Baltimore. Uh, with Lamar Jackson, so they're you know they're they're kind of playing to the strengths of, of their quarterback here. Uh, you know, the Rams do have ten days to get ready for it. I'm sure they uh, you know were watching that game closely, so there should be no surprises for the Rams. But I just think on principle, this is just too many points. So that, that's why I'm on uh, the Falcons plus eleven and a half points. Um, any props that you liked in this game, Tom? I am looks pretty tight to me. I mean, I, I don't know if there's anything that stood out to you. Um, uh, yeah, I took one. I took Higby, Tyler Higby, under 39 and a half receiving yards. Mm. I, I just continue to think he does not look very impressive. <laughs> and yeah, it, it took a whole lot of volume and garbage time production. You know, it was all garbage time stuff last week. Yeah, he just was wrapping up or yeah, racking up the real short uh, catches from Matt Stafford in that game. Um, and, and this is a contest, 10 point favorites that we think they could be playing with a lead. They might be trying to run the ball a little bit more. So, 
Um, looking at his under 39 and a half yards, I thought that should be more in the 34 to 35 yard range. So um, just just thinking, uh, seeing a little bit of value here with, uh, at, with with the, you know, it's set at 39 and a half, probably because that's about, about where he landed last week, that 39 to 40 yard range. So another uh, another game where you can really shop around here, 405 Eastern there on Sunday, Tom. Seattle at San Francisco <laughs> opened at minus eight. Uh, bet up across the board. Uh, we got some eight and a halfs if you like the 49ers. We've got some nine and a halfs out there if you like Seattle. Um, I'm also showing 44 and a half was the total. That's been bet down to 40, 40 and a half with some weather concerns, though I believe the weather concerns might have cleared up here a little bit. Oh, Tom. no, because I bet the under. I wasn't hoping for him, Joe. So I, uh, <laughs> I mean, who knows here? It, it, the good Lord does not want us to get a good look at Trey Lance, apparently. I mean, like, another so what, did I, what did you see about the weather, Joe? I, I'm curious. I, I was looked this morning. It, it looked like it was going to be more in the morning. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, um, okay. Is let that me, uh, the let same me, uh, thing that you saw? Yeah, that's exactly what I saw. Um, the heavier uh, stuff's going to be earlier in the day. Yes, that, that's precisely what it looked like. Now, I am going to take another look while you talk about uh, your analysis. Of okay, this so I, I, I did end up taking the under 41 and a half. It was just one of those. If we see the weather get worse, uh, the weather report gets worse, uh, that we could see more under money. And um, it did get down to 40 and a half. Um, I, in Seattle, it was a fluky game last week. I bet the under on that one. Uh, you know, Denver did all they could to not score in that game. So kind of lucked out with the under 42 and a half on that game. But Seattle's going to be a team I'm looking to bet unders with uh, Geno Smith at quarterback. Uh, you know, he plays very conservatively. He doesn't put the ball in harm's way. And uh, they're, they're going to have these long, elongated drives. So uh, I'm looking to bet unders anyway with Seattle. And, you know, Trey Lance might be the same kind of quarterback, honestly, you know, until later in the season here. So uh, I grabbed the uh, under 41 and a half. I, you know, 41 is kind of a key number. I don't know if I'd necessarily get on the 40 and a half right now, especially if the weather might be clearing up. Maybe maybe the 41 and a half uh, pop back up later this weekend if the weather is going to look better. So that's why I probably kind of stay away for, from uh, for the time being and, kind of monitor that line uh the spread here joe i i got no idea I, i'm i i'm gonna be probably on seattle quite a bit this year because i i just think that they're gonna have a lot of big spreads and i think they're gonna play teams tighter than you know than expected here but this is a brutal spot i mean uh it kind of reminds me a couple of years ago when the patriots uh, you know, got up and you know the big game against Tom yeah. Brady on Sunday night, and then they the next week they went down and they lost to the freaking Houston Texans. They were like ten point favorites in that game, and like what the f happened there? You know how did they lose to the goddamn Texans? And uh, I, you know, this this has the feeling of that could be a similar kind of spot here. They did everything leading up to this. You know, they, everything was in pre- preparation for that Russell Wilson game. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, you know, they come out a little bit flat here, but the one thing is this is an NFC West game. Um, you know, this, this Pete Carroll has absolutely owned Kyle Shanahan throughout, you know, since, uh, he became coach in 2017. Uh, so Pete Carroll loves playing San Francisco here. So I, I ended up siding with the Seahawks, but this is a game I could see going either way here. 
Yeah, Tom. So th- it's still going to rain. I just don't think it's going to be anywhere near as bad as it was. That's good. In Chicago. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll, we'll actually get to see, uh, you know, maybe get a little bit of a, a Trey Lance sample here. I, I did take his over 38 and a half rushing yards, uh, thinking yeah. that we might get the wet conditions again, uh, not wanting to put the ball in harm's way as much. So, uh, and I, honestly, I think his props, his rushing props should probably be set in like the mid 40s. So I, I do think we're getting a little bit of value here at 38 and a half. And uh, I also took Tyler Lockett under 48 and a half passing yards, uh, receiving yards. Uh, I think that's been bet down to 47 and a half. Uh, I'd still look toward the under here. Just he has no downfield juice uh, at all with Geno Smith, a quarterback. Bengals at the Cowboys. Uh, Bengals opened one and a half. Uh, this obviously got bet up quite a bit. It, it was up to eight and a half at one point. I'm now seeing seven across the board, seven and a half maybe. Um, the over-under opened at 52. It is now 42. That's about as big a move as I can remember seeing. Uh, Bengals at the Cowboys, Tom. Um, some Cowboys buy back here. The Sharp guys, you know, it gets above seven, and they buy that that number back down. But uh, maybe I'm a fish, but I, I ain't betting on the Cowboys. No, yeah, I, I, this is one of those, and I always feel like a, like a dummy if I'm, you know, I'm just going to bet the, you know, blindly bet the Bengals here just because Cooper Rush is going to make the start. And, uh, you know, the Bengals certainly had their issues last week with their offensive line. Uh, Joe Burrow did not, you know, that was, that was kind of what I was thinking. I bet an under on Joe Burrow under 260 and a half, but I didn't think he was going to turn it over, you know, four times and, kind of be pressed into throwing the entire game. So, um, but yeah, this was, you know, that the opener at 52, uh, that was probably a lot of these openers on our site are probably look ahead lines uh, from like last, you know, the, the, like the Thursday or Friday before uh, there's no way in hell that opened at 52 with uh, Cooper Rush supposed to be a quarterback, but yeah, unsurprised, you know, all the money's been towards the under here, uh, but that's the only way I, I could look after, watching that uh, Dallas offense against the the Buccaneers last week. Oh, and by the way, how about the Bengals offense and their <clears> offensive <throat> line? Oh, yeah, that, certainly big-time issues. Um, you know, Dallas still – I, I wouldn't call Dallas's defense formidable, but uh, Michael Parsons is certainly going to give that offensive line some issues here. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like the under I'm, – I'm leaning on the Bengals side, but, yeah, this is one of those lines you could shop around. Uh, if for some reason you want to bet on the, the Cowboys, you can you can get a hook, you know, a seven seven and a half, uh, uh, a couple different books here. Uh, and if you're looking to bet the Bengals, you can you can find a seven pretty easily as well. This yeah. is probably gonna be one. It's probably gonna be one of those games. I could see that. I, I could see it being like that all weekend. Uh, you know, some sevens and some seven and a halfs being out there. Uh, so by the way, um, it looks like um, uh. George Kittle has practiced, but you have to wonder if, like, the uh, – for this for the 49ers, by the way, you have to wonder if the weather in San Francisco is potentially going to play into whether they decide to play him. Uh, back to Cincinnati and Dallas, Tom. Any 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 props that you liked here? Um, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel in any way confident betting on some Cowboys props, but, hey, they're out there. Oh, they ha- okay, there are some more out there. I'll, I'll have to go back and look. This was a game that they didn't really put anything up. They they had okay. some Bengals ones up uh, earlier this afternoon, but no Cowboys ones. So uh, I haven't had the chance to look over those, but uh, I'll give a peek. I, I'm looking. I see Dalton Schultz receiving yards, 41 and a half. You know, this is, I'll probably only be looking at under. That, that's CeeDee Lamb, 56 and a half. 
it might might be walking to bet the oh, under on that one. It was so bad for him in week one. I might be I might be getting off the uh, podcast and doing a little more digging on that one. I might be betting an under on a CD Lamb uh, receiving prop though. <laughs> Houston at Denver. Houston didn't lose in week one. Didn't win either, but didn't lose. Denver did lose in Seattle in a Russell Wilson revenge game. Um, from what I understand, it was much more of a revenge game for the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> Houston catching 10 from DraftKings here, pretty much across the board. I do see a nine and a half at FanDuel uh, if you like the Broncos. Uh, 45 being the total here. Houston at the Denver Broncos. I love the Broncos this week. I I, I, I think they're going to smoke them here. Uh, you know, although the entire talk coming out of Monday night was Nathaniel Hackett, and it deservedly yeah. should have been. But I thought the offense looked pretty freaking good. I, I mean, maybe that was partly uh, Seattle's defense. But uh, I, I thought Russell Wilson played great. Uh, you know, they were getting both, you know, big t- you know, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy heavily involved. I thought they played well. Um, Javante Williams, we know what Javante Williams is at this point. Uh, just a stud. I, 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 I left impressed by Denver in that game. I, I didn't downgrade them at all. Uh, for the loss in Seattle, uh, I thought they kind of dominated that game. So I, I love laying the nine and a half here. I love that it's still out there. I gave that out on Tuesday just because I I was like I thought it was going to be gone. Wanted to get that out for the the site, and there's still a nine and a half. You have to lay a little bit of juice at minus one eighteen, but uh, ten is a key number. So you want to get that nine and a half if you can. Uh, Denver has been really a really good bet early in the season at home. Um, I had the stat in my article. Um, they've covered their season openers, uh, basically dating all the way back. It was actually Andrew Luck. I have it in the uh, article. Andrew Luck had like two backdoor touchdown passes against Peyton Manning's uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, that was the last time a team covered, a road team covered in Denver on a season opener. And that was back in like 2014. So, uh, you know, the, Broncos always have a big home field advantage, but sure. uh, it, it kind of, at least uh, it, it appears that way in September. It, it's even more of an advantage uh, when it's a little bit warmer and, uh, you know, teams aren't used to it. And Houston, uh, it's a it's not an ideal spot. You got Denver coming back off of short rest on a Monday night game, uh, but at least it's at home. And uh, Houston also had to play an extra 10 minutes against Indianapolis. So, you know, a little bit of the uh, rest stuff is negated a little bit. So uh, I'm liking Denver a lot in this one. Uh, I love getting a nine and a half. I do find it interesting that Damian Pierce's rushing prop is higher than Rex Burkhead's after Rex Burkhead basically outsnapped him two and a half to one in week one. It's like the books are like, Lovey Smith can't be that stupid, can he? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I did find that interesting because it, it didn't tick down that much because I, I believe he closed like 49 and a half or maybe it was maybe got into the low 50s there. Uh, but yeah, his numbers. What's it? What is it? Forty three and a half, Joe. Is it still around there? Uh, Forty four and a half. I see. Oh, for so it's, got, it's gotten a little bit yeah. up a little bit here. Uh, the uh, prop I did get was I'm I'm betting Cortland Sutton over again. Uh, was successful in week one. Uh, opened at fifty two and a half in this one. Uh, I, I jumped all over that. I think it's been bet up a little bit, but I still like it up until like the high fifties. Uh, I believe I believe John projected him for 80 yards in this game. Uh, just love that one. Uh, in, in that game, uh, uh, Derek Stingley got picked on a lot by Michael Pittman and Matt Ryan. Uh, they were going after the rookie cornerback, 
Uh, I would not be surprised if we see that again. Jerry Judy was kind of the primary slot receiver. He was playing like the Tyler Lockett role for uh, Russ Wilson last week, which was uh, a positive, I think. That was a concern after the Tim Patrick injury. I thought uh, KJ Hamler would be playing a lot more slot, but it was was Judy that was playing in the slot in the 11 personnel. Uh, The other bet I took was Nico Collins, under 40 and a half receiving yards, like, what the hell has Nico Collins done to deserve a 40 and a half receiving yards line? Uh, he's been uh, 35 or fewer yards in 11 of his 15 career games, including last week. Uh, only earned three targets. So uh, maybe maybe we'll go over that, but this is not an easy matchup against those Patrick Sertan and uh, the, the Denver Broncos cornerbacks either. So I, I like that one as well. Yeah, we're gonna have to start moving quick here, Tom. Oh, I got sorry. a yeah, I yeah. got a dinner reservation, and I got to get some blurbs done for the uh, for the for the for the game hubs here with all these. I hate the West Coast teams and all the freaking practice reports come out late. But here's here's two of them: Arizona at Vegas, uh, open four and a half. Vegas now laying five and a half. You can see some fives out there. Uh, the total being uh, 51 and a half. So we had some Vegas money and some over money coming in Arizona against Las Vegas, Arizona, well, I guess getting a little bit healthier. JJ Watt might play in this game. Zach Ertz is apparently getting healthier, but they've got injuries in the secondary. They got injuries everywhere. This team's a mess. Yeah. Th- this is uh, an apocalyptic like vibes around this team right now. Th- this is a one way team. I'm betting against Cardinals. I- I'm not actually on this game, but uh, there's no way I'm betting on the Cardinals, right? It's It's been like this since uh, dating back to last year. Uh, last four or five games, they got smoked by the Lions by double digits uh, late in the year. Of course, the playoff game against the Rams where they no-showed. Um, you know, <laughs> this is this is a one-way team, and it's it's going away from them. Uh, bet on the Raiders if you're, you're betting this game. Uh, I did take Derek Carr over 281.5 passing yards. Uh, just – He's a, he's a quarterback kind of like Mahomes who, and we were talking about Stafford earlier, uh, beats up against, he beats up teams that like to blitz him a lot. And uh, uh, Vance, Joseph, Vance Joseph is a, a coordinator that likes to blitz a lot. So this is uh, a good spot for him. I, I just hope that they don't get out to too big of a lead and kind of pull back a little bit. But um, McDaniels was chucking the rock last week. He, he had no, he had no impression, you know, he did he did not want to run Josh Jacobs at all in that game. So, uh, like the over there, uh, I think that's the only – oh, I took Marquise Brown, uh, 58 and a half receiving yards. I took hit the over on that one as well. Um, just think he's going to be – I'd actually got bet down a little bit. Yeah. Well, son of a gun. I, I usually have I, – I get on stuff that gets bet up, but every once in a while there's some stuff that gets bet down. So, uh, I still like it even more then. Uh, yeah, 56 and a half is right Yeah, now. okay. Well, I still – I like it a lot then. Uh – Let's go to Chicago and Green Bay, the Sunday night game. We have two Monday night games this week, by the way. Chicago and Green Bay. The Packers coming off of a crappy loss. Uh, the, the the Bears coming off of a win. Um, seven and a half this opened. Green Bay up to ten and a half in some spots. Mostly tens. Um, and a nine and a half at FanDuel. So if you like the Packers, go grab that at FanDuel. Uh, the total... Uh, looking to be, I believe, 41 and a half. Yeah, 41 and a half down from 44 here. Uh, Chicago at Green Bay. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, if if you like uh, uh, betting favorites uh, around these double-digit marks, I mean, they have uh, – FanDuel has the Packers, the Broncos, and the Bills 
at nine and a half. Every other book pretty much has it at, at 10 on all these games. Uh, nothing really uh, in this game um, for ATS purposes, you know, for pool purposes. I took the, the 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 Bears, but as you can tell by my voice, I have no confidence that that oh, one, yeah. that they, they can actually show up and be competitive in this game. As uh, Aaron Rodgers has said, the you know he owns the Bears. Um, I think that game, you know, it got ugly in the second half against the Vikings, but they were having some success moving the ball. You know, of course, Christian Watson drops the the opening pass. I. I I think it might be a little bit overblown how bad the Packers played last week. Um, you know, I, they're, they're, they're definitely a work in progress, but, you know, long-term I'm not too too concerned about them. Uh, Prop-wise, I took a David Montgomery over 16 and a half receiving yards. It's just a, it's just a low number. Uh, dating back to last year, he's been up over that number seven, seven of his last eight games. Still, you know, there's a lot of Khalil Herbert buzz right now, but – David Montgomery still kind of owns those passing down snaps, and uh, we're expecting them to be playing from behind quite a bit as 10-point underdogs. So I, I like that one over 16-and-a-half receiving yards. The first of two Monday night games is Tennessee and Buffalo. Uh, Tennessee at Buffalo. Buffalo, you said, laying 10 in most spots against the freaking lifeless Titans. I mean, um, uh, nine and a half uh, uh, some places as well. Uh, this opened seven and a half, by the way. Buffalo uh, over under 52, bet down to 48, 47 and a half in some places as well. Some under money, and I would think that is largely Titans under money um, because teams don't trust that the Titans can score. Buffalo does have some injuries on the interior of the defensive line, though, which obviously uh, would not portend to a lot of success uh, defending Derrick Henry. Titans at the Bills. Oh uh, yeah, what is that, Ed Oliver? I, I know he left. That Ed game. Oliver and Tim Settle, by the way. Oh, Tim Settle. Okay, because I was actually thinking about maybe betting some Henry under his rushing props. We they they really haven't come out yet. Yeah, that, I don't see a, a Henry contest. Because yeah. this this is a this is a setup where if they don't get a lead or they fall behind by two scores early, you know his effectiveness. And he really, you know, it's a two game sample, but. Yeah, uh, that playoff game, and then this week he really hasn't popped. You know, that's kind of his signature. He pops off a long run or two uh, per game, and uh, really hasn't shown that just yet. And, you know, sample size is small, but uh, uh, I didn't. Oh, I did bet Robert Woods under forty-four and a half receiving yards. The Robert Woods revenge game, Tom. Oh yeah, I guess it. I guess it is from <laughs> many, 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 many years ago. Uh, I, I almost, I like almost completely forget about his Buffalo tenure. I'm sure he probably does too. Yeah, he, yeah. He kind of really didn't do anything there and went on to become kind of a star as soon as he left there. But uh, I grabbed the under on his his yards. I just, just this is a tough secondary uh, to play against. I know Tre'Davious White isn't in the mix, but. Uh, he, I mean, he earned two targets last week. They were throwing the ball late in that game. It was all Kyle Phillips. Uh, Traylon Burks was making some plays. Uh, I just wouldn't be surprised if we – I mean, the rookies were the ones making the plays, so I, I could see his snaps being reduced a little bit. I, I don't think he's going to be a complete uh, completely gone, but um, under 44.5 against the secondary, I, I kind of like that a lot. Okay, so Philadelphia uh, is hosting Minnesota in the second of two Monday night games. This at 8.30 on a Monday night. Eagles, two and a half. 
uh, on DraftKings. It, the consensus is two. I saw this get as low as one and a half, um, but the Eagles have been bet back up to two, two and a half. Uh, 50 and a half is the total. That opened at 48. So we have, we've had kind of money both ways, Tom, um, and uh, over money here, Minnesota at Philadelphia on Monday night. Yeah, this is one I, I might get involved in on the Eagles side. I've been kind of waiting out. Uh, got down to one and a half. I probably should have jumped in at that point. But I kind of wanted to, you know, this is a Monday night game. So I kind of want, if I don't bet it early in the week, I kind of want to see at least uh, maybe some injury reports and stuff. So um, up to two and a half now. I might still get on the Eagles here uh, if it stays under three. Uh, I, you know, I, I just think the public perception of the Vikings win and Kind of the way the Eagles, uh, you know, they had the big lead and they blew it. But, yeah, they were never really – it was never – the outcome was never really in doubt in that game, even with the Lions uh, scoring the two late touchdowns. So, uh, I think it's been kind of blown out of proportion. Uh, you know, the Vikings, they're kind of like everybody's Super Bowl team now. And, oh, you know, Kirk, you know Kirky's back. And uh, so, I, I'm, I'm looking to go against that a little bit here. Uh so I, I am looking towards the Eagles side. I'm just going to continue to monitor the line here. I, I don't think we're going to get threes. So that's, no, that's no, why, no, I don't think so that's, either. Tom. Yeah, that's why I, I haven't really been in a rush here to to jump in. So uh, you know, maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get the two or uh, maybe even the one and a half again. So I, I'm looking at the Eagles side and uh, prop wise, I uh, they just started rolling out a little bit this afternoon. I took the Dallas Goddard over 47 and a half receiving yards. Guy is a uh, he's a he's just a playmaker. They, they uh, they're gonna get try to you know it's not gonna be the AJ Brown show every week. I, I think they'll they'll mix it around here. So uh, Goddard's just uh, just been a guy that they need to get the ball to. So uh, forty seven and a half. I thought that number would come out like fifty three and a half, fifty you know somewhere in that low fifties to mid fifties. So I, I thought there was some uh, you know sixty eight yards of uh, value here on Dallas Goddard over forty seven and a half yards. Yeah, so all right, Tom. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get some news written up here. Right. Get those game hubs posted. I've got to do some betting. I'm gonna go enjoy uh, a nice dinner with my wife, and then I'm gonna enjoy some college football tonight when I get back here uh, with a and um, maybe win some money on college. So what's football. the bet? So I mean, this is a betting I, show. I, what, I did what, hit, what's the uh, tonight? Okay, so I hit Louisville getting the two and a half uh, tonight. Okay. So I got Louisville getting the two and a half. I got some Tulane action tomorrow. I got Wisconsin's first half minus the 21 and a half. Uh, did you see the helmets in that Tulane Kansas State game, by the way? That is uh, that Kansas State helmet. I, our, our buddy didn't like that, McDermott. No, kind of but did you see the Tulane helmet? Fantastic. Oh, I have oh, it. I have ang- it. I'm sure it's awesome, though. The angry. Uh, I got Troy getting the 13. I got Penn State laying the three. I've got uh, Texas San Antonio getting the 13. I think it might be a flat spot for Texas. And I got Miami getting the six. Might sprinkle some money line on there, Miami there to beat Texas A&M. So, oh, nice! Car- I like that. That's the I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on Troy and Louisville tonight. I got, I got Louisville up to three, three and a half. I think it is. So, yeah. I got um, Wisco- the, the the rare Dolan half bet, but I got Wisconsin given the 21 and a half in the first half. New Mexico State is lifeless. So, yeah, I have the under in that game. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be rooting for you. I got under 46 and a half. So, let's go. Well, let's I was go. thinking, you know, they might call off the dogs there. Yeah, let's they go. Got no Ohio score State. in that yeah, for New Mexico State next week. All right, T Bro. Uh, thanks to our guy, Sean, behind the glass. We'll catch y'all. Everybody have a great weekend. Tom and I will talk to you Sunday morning.